Hello and welcome to the first Crazy Legend Studios podcast. In today's podcast, we'll be talking about things game development related, of course. Well, at least we would every podcast, but there'll be different types of game development things. Like today, we'll be talking about how I started and got to now. Or more accurately, got to Rusty the Formal Fun Chapter 1's release and talk about my newest release and how I've gotten better in between then and now. In future podcasts, we'll be talking about music. Hopefully, I can get the composer of my games to join us. And we'll be talking about voice acting and even more. So, whether you're working out while listening to this, or out for a walk, or just sitting down holding a coffee, you are welcome to listen. I am Zabby Smith, and let's get started. Now, of course, I'd like to start off stating that I've never made a podcast before. This is my first podcast, as as far as I'm aware. There's no script. I got no script, just a basic idea as to what I'm going to go on about. Hopefully that's fine. Should be fine. Yeah, we're just going to say it's fine. Anyways, today I wanted to talk about how I started game development, what I did very wrong when I started game development, and hopefully if you want to get into game development, I've said that word so many times now, you don't make the same mistake I did. So, back in August of 2018, I decided I'm going to make my first video game, and I decided... I'm going to make it a full-blown video game. Don't do that. If you're going to make your first game, make it a simple project. Something tiny, you know, just with cubes moving around or... Just something simple. Don't do like what I did and try to go for the big AAA experience that when you eventually release it turns out to be a massive flop not even close to what you envisioned kind of thing because you just don't have the experience to do it of course because of that i was able to learn and ever since the release of prologue that wasn't so hot which you can play now um i i re-released the whole game and all the demos and stuff and it shows if you play through them all how the game did evolve (laughs) for sure but the final product just wasn't it buggy slow boring barely even a game honestly more or less a walk-in simulator so i took what i learned and reworked the game entirely from scratch as you should after making a terrible project you rethink it don't necessarily always throw throw it at the wall and or throw it in the trash and say ah no you know it's always a good learning experience every game no matter how bad or how good you always learn something from it and it's something that i've definitely taken into account with every one of my releases so far uh from games even like perfect sanitization (laughs) i've learned some things So now, ever since I've learned the atrocity that was Rusty's Apartment Fun Prologue, well, okay, at first, I hadn't learned anything. The game was out, and I was proud as hell. 
so I started working on Project Snafu, which was also turning out to be a pretty sloppy game. So it's almost good that when I was almost done with the project, I lost the game files. That was a godsend. Let's all be honest here. And because of that, I got time to think. I was given the time to think about where should I go next with my games. I, I was really discouraged, but it, it a light bulb went off, you know? Where I'm like, I replayed Real Prologue, and I realized <laughs> this is doo-doo. And I, I, I reopened the game project, and I reimagined everything that was already there. You know, made the first starting room bigger, better, and I was like, yes, yes, this is this is the first step to making the game better. Then I went off and uh, drew up some things, and I drew up a much larger map for the first area of the game, and of course that's when I was like, this this is this should be chapter based. With how big this first chapter is now, if you go play it, it's about a thirty minute experience. <laughs> But, you know, for an, an indie game, it's pretty good. You know, for a single dev indie game, it's it's fairly large. I spent about, um, I'd say about a year reworking that, that first chapter, that first area of the game uh, to make it better. So, I started reworking it and designing this new big chapter. And then, then I started thinking, what can I do to make this unique? Now, th that's a big thing I've always wanted to hit with my games, and it's, I, I, I want to take these popular genres, but I don't want to copy things, you know? Like, I'm trying to make things unique here. Which is why, with Rusty's Apartment Fun Chapter 1, which is technically prologue, I added in a, a something never seen before in a first-person horror game, and that is a 2D RPG combat element. So you get to fight, use items, find items that will aid you in battle, boost your HP, health uh, pickups, you know, uh, stronger health or stronger weapons, all that fancy stuff. Of course, chapter one. If you do find all the secrets, they're all just HP boosts. But uh, Chapter 2 has more stuff, like new weapons and whatnot. You'll see that stuff uh, when I start talking about Chapter 2 in a future podcast. So, I essentially was like, wow, I'm revolutionizing here. <laughs> of course, now, now I'm like looking at it, I'm like, yeah, okay, it's, it's a unique idea. But, of course, not every unique idea does well and I've realized that Rusty's Apartment chapter one it's it's a ambitious project that I'm working on here and this is where I, I step in and say technically this is still my first game this is still Rusty's Apartment prologue it's the same exact unity scene and everything just updated and it looks fresh and new and much much better and it's bigger 
Oh, and of course, the scripts have been fixed because now I know what I'm doing with coding, which might I add, which I have been asked before uh, how to code. And people get frustrated about coding and, and people aren't patient with it. And I always tell them the same thing. I started back in 2018 just you doing YouTube searches and Google searches, you know, braggies. That's the only example I can think of right now in my head. Code Monkey is another one. Good, good sources, you know. And if you're going on Google, then there's places like, oh dear, why well, I can't think of a name right now. The name right now. Well, I, the name slips my mind. If I think of it, I'll bring it up later. If I can think of it later. But um, yes, there's great, great sources online to learn how to code. But those people don't know where to start. And honestly, I just tell them, start where you think is best. Personally, the first thing I started with was kind of dumb. Let's be honest here. The first thing I did was a character movement. If you're to make your first game, the first thing you should really do is, like, say, like, if I press a button, then it deletes the cube in the game. You know, something simple like that, or uh, a start button. You know, you click a button and it takes you to the next scene. Easy. I started off with an entire first-person controller system with a camera. Needless to say, it took me a long time. I gave up. I gave up in January of 2019. Then sometime around June, I picked back up the project and I was like, you know what? I'm having too much fun making video. I had too much fun making video games. Let's get back up at it. Of course, keeping the same whole, let's make this a big game thing, and, and don't fall into that trap again of making a big game on your first game. And now I've learned that lesson. Now that I've, now that I've released Rusty's Informa Fun Chapter 1, and it's ambitious, and it's fairly large for a single-person game project, and it's flopped, <laughs> um... I'm taking a step back, and this is where I am now. Currently, I'm making a small 2D platforming game based on a character I came up with way back in 2014 when I first started wanting to make video games. This game should come out eventually, but um, when I say small, I mean small. It's like three levels, one of the levels being a boss fight, and yes, it does have extra little things in it, like an indie manual and a, a gallery and whatnot, but it, it's small, just to, to, to try and build an audience, really, and, and that's what you should do, too, if you're looking into starting to make video games. If you have a big, ambitious project, instead of working on it right off the bat, Put it off. You know, maybe work on it on, on your off time or something. Put a bit of time into it. Maybe not start working on the project itself. Concept it. Give it time. Put it in the oven, you know? Or, or at the very least, 
add the ingredients first, you know? Then, once you become famous, put it in the oven. Or, or famous is a strong word. Once you start getting attention, you can start, you know, putting it in the oven. Once the word gets out about your smaller projects, your name is out there. People will start recognizing your brand. People will start recognizing your games. Good or bad, it doesn't matter. Because even if your games are bad, you'll still learn from them. Unless you're dense. Uh, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, there's always something to be learned when it comes to game development, for sure. And even I learn new things almost daily when it comes to my projects. And, and I don't mean on on a scale of learning like new things to code into the game or anything. No, no. I, I mean new tricks and new things to try and get myself out there more as, as a game developer. Now, I'm a very small creator online, you know, only 30 some odd subscribers on my main channel and nine subscribers on the Crazy Legend Studios channel and, you know, 10 or so followers on Game Jolt. I, I have about, excuse me, I have about 700 or so followers on TikTok, but my TikTok account is not really linked to my game development. You see? That's where we run into the issue. So, if you want to try to get a following through another brand. So, for example, my TikTok account was really revolving around FNAF. And then I just kind of plugged my game in there in the middle. It won't work for you. Because the people who watched your videos are interested in your content about uh, the other game or, or book or whatever you're trying, you're talking about on your thing. They're not there for your game you just posted about randomly in the middle of all of that, or in my case, in the middle of all that Finance Freddy's content. If you really want to advertise your game, I've learned that the best way to do it is to just talk about your experiences in your game. Talk about where you're at in your game. Get people engaged in the development of it. Ask people for feedback. Release betas. And release, like I said, keep releasing small projects. And, and tell people about it. Tell people about epic features you've added to it. And keep people constantly updated with where you're at and what you've learned. Game development is not an easy thing to get into. Not at all. It's something that takes a while to learn. I am four years in, and I'm still learning new things about game development when it comes to a technical standpoint. And, of course, like I just said, I'm learning things still about getting myself out there. I go into detail a little bit about trying to get myself out there on my on the Crazy Legend Studios Game Jolt page where I, I go on about trying to build an audience and and I go I talk briefly about it and of course here I'm I'm, I'm going on about in I'm going about it in more detail sorry I'm stumbling on my words but 
I, I do still talk about it, and I think uh, you should go check it out if you're watching this uh, or listening, shall I say, to this on YouTube. I'll uh, link the link to the game jokes in the description, of course, so you can check that out and um, take a read. It should be down there somewhere. I'm not gonna link directly to the um, to the article, but uh, the article should be there. Uh, somewhere about three or so posts down. <laughs> I've made a couple posts about Linksy, so, you know. Now then, with most of that, or all of that being said, shall I say, about me trying to build an audience and how you should try to build an audience. Now, again, talk about your games if you're at all going to try to get out there and it's my biggest mistake personally as a game developer is talk about your games if you build your odd your audience from another brand and you try to advertise your game through those people they're not going to be interested now, don't get me wrong, you can be lucky. There are examples of that working. Uh, a good example would be Mob Games. They, most of the Poppy Playtime popularity comes from the Enchanted Mobs channel, which consists of Five Nights at Freddy's fans, mostly, I do believe. I'm sorry if I'm wrong here, but it's mostly Five Nights at Freddy's fans that are Enchanted Mob fans, correct? And... They made a post, quite simply, and got a, a bunch of downloads on Poppy Playtime because people were interested. Of course, because it was a similar genre, of course, horror, horror, uh, you know, Five Nights at Freddy's, horror game about mascot characters trying to kill you. Poppy Playtime, horror game about mascot toy character trying to kill you. Well, there you go. So at least... There is that, if you do have yourself a big enough audience and your project is similar enough to the brand of which you've built your content upon. But otherwise, I do recommend just talking about your own experiences. Uh, upload a lot of devlogs and gameplay footage of where you're at in your game. Well, I'll be going now. It's been a good one. And I hope you were able to join this first podcast. By the next podcast, uh, I should should be hopefully about video game OSTs. I'm not much of a composer myself, which is why I'm going to hopefully I'm going to try and get the composer who does most of Crazy Legend Studios' music to come on and talk about his way of composing music and uh well, whatever music composers do <laughs> i'm sorry i uh i'm not too experienced in all that stuff thank you so much for watching and i hope to see you in the next podcast goodbye everyone